0: Hello and welcome to Off The Record. This is strange because I've never introduced one of these when Zach's here, so which also, I don't know whether to call this episode 66 or episode two point something. It's you can like, do it like
1: two point something slash 66.
0: That's that's a, a really amicable and solid uh, suggestion, but- That's I, what I'm here
1: for. You missed logic when I was gone.
0: Yeah, that's, that's what I missed. Um, as you can hear, Former host of Off the Record is um, in the building, or in the Skype cyber building. Zach, what's been going on?
1: Hello, I'm here again. I made it through two days of vomiting in 2016. (laughs) I made it through, I'm still in pajamas because I work from home now.
0: Um, so, 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 so you are one of those people, you, you you don't need to do that thing to go to work. You don't need to like do some sort of semblance to... Yeah,
1: it may be because I'm still like a fresh-faced young human at college. But, you know, mm-hmm. at school, I just worked on my bed for many years, you know? Wow. So if- you, see,
0: I, you know, the only time I'm in my bed is if I'm going to sleep.
1: So I will say this has actually been a big change in my life for the first time. Um, for those who don't know, hi, my name is Zach. Um, I used to host this podcast and I ran a blog, uh, I moved to Brooklyn and I took over Thomas Nass's apartment, which
0: which is why he sounds just as echoey as Thomas used to on the, uh, absolute uh, punk podcast. Yeah.
1: That's why Thomas sounded like shit. And now I do. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, but so the, the big difference is when, when I was at, uh, both of my old Philly apartments, I was in, it was like a one bedroom for me. So we would be recording in my bedroom, which is also where my bed was and my desk was. But now in this new apartment, it's a three bedroom. Uh, one of which is my office and one of which is my bedroom. So now, uh, I'm never in my room either unless when I'm asleep. And that actually has been a really good change for me.
0: Yeah. But, it, but I
1: haven't found that I need to wear like adult clothes.
0: So, so the question is though, do you, do you have trouble getting to sleep at night?
1: No, I mean, sometimes I sleep oddly, but like my room's pretty dark naturally. Um, oh, I was
0: more saying in general throughout your life. Cause like for me, that was okay. like the reason I can't, I don't go in my bed until I go to bed is because I've had sleep problems all my life. But once I made that border and like I only go in my bed if I'm going to bed. It's like I sleep so much better.
1: Mm. Yeah, my sleep's pretty good. There, there will be multiple points a year where like I just can't sleep for a week yes. for whatever reason, and I don't think that is different for most people. But I'm a pretty normal sleeper. I wake up a few times, but like I'm a I'm a good sleeper. But it has been nice, like my break. Like I, you know, I would just take my laptop into bed all the time, and I never, I've not taken my laptop into my bedroom once since moving here in August, which is like crazy for me.
0: How do you watch TV in bed then?
1: I don't. I wow. so Yeah, well, sometimes I'll bring my iPad in, but that's, like, on a rare occasion. Usually, uh, I mean, I guess the only time I ever watch TV in bed is when we're at Grace's apartment. Um, wow. That's the, you know, we got to just move in together,
0: and then we'll be fine. I know. What's up with that? What's going to happen, I think. Oh wow! Yeah, I, I, you're you know, you're, you're becoming an uh, an adult hipster so you know, it's fast. It's been
1: going pretty well. There was a real chance. There, there's only two ways my relationship was going to go. Grace mm-hmm. is going to move here, and it's going to go very poorly, or it's going to go pretty well. Mm-hmm. It's gone pretty well, um, and so I would assume we'll we'll live together in 2016.
0: Wow, um, you, you really are becoming an adult just so fast.
1: I'm an adult. I still don't have facial hair. <laughs>
0: Um, There's lots of adults with without. I mean, Mike, my co-producer, I think he's pushing 30, and it takes him like six months to get a, like a kind of like four hair goatee. Yeah,
1: yeah, same. Um, so that's been good. Mm-hmm. I'm good. I, I work most days in, in boxers. Uh, and optional T-shirt. Really depends.
0: Optional T-shirt. Yeah. So that, that, that's another thing I think that's generationally different is like, i can remember we were recording this emo band at the studio and this like dude it was like spring too i might add and like dude is just rolling around the studio with no shirt on and like i'm gonna blame all time low again man like you know <laughs> like but, but like before them, like what like pop punk kids kept their shirts on and um, like, like I, I it makes me really it's... uncomfortable i like i don't like looking at other dudes with their shirts off like that you know well, as much I as wanted... i did watch the jersey shore a lot it's just not my gig
1: I wouldn't be like if we were in an office or your studio, I would have clothes on. Obviously. I
0: understand. That's also, very good. Also,
1: in my, my room, my office room is where the radiator is for the apartment. So it gets exceptionally warm in here and oh. the door is closed. So I'm definitely going to regret in like 10 minutes wearing full pajamas and t shirt and not just, you know. Just being in my boxers.
0: So, so, so you know what most of us in New York apartments do when we can't control the climate? We, we, we open these things called windows a little? There's no window in my office room. What the fuck is with that?
1: There's like, this is like a warehouse. It's like an old warehouse turned big apartment
0: building. Oh.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, wait. I, ah. heard, I forgot I've forgot i been there. You've been here. Mm-hmm. You've been here.
1: Yeah. Um, and uh, also I've been going to the gym.
0: Oh my God. Are you so, getting Are you getting like buff?
1: No, I'm just trying to get like... Uh, you know the heart rate elevated because of asthma.
0: You know. Just oh, oh, well, that 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 does just, make sense. That's that's yeah. a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good thing. I, I I'm still on that. uh, I'll do anything to exercise except but go you to the like gym. Ride a bike, don't you? Yeah, I ride a bike so everywhere.
1: That's totally. Yeah. If I like, if I rode a bike, like that's do to the gym.
0: I ride r- I ride a bike and I usually walk three hours a day on the weekends. Like I just right. like I literally get up in the morning. and I'm like, okay, it's the weekend. I'm going to go walk and listen to podcasts and books yeah. and. That
1: equals that. I I went from never going to the gym to now I go to the gym like three times a week. So I feel like that's and because I'm fun employed, I can go to the I go to the gym at like ten o'clock in the morning, one PM, no one's ever there. It's great.
0: Wow, it's
1: crazy, man! You should quit a blog sometime. Just start a blog. So,
0: so, so, so you feel like you're unemployed? That's that's how you're no, feeling. No, no, no.
1: I really, I feel like I'm fun employed. Mm-hmm. I'm doing things for fun, and I know people say fun employed when they're really just unemployed. Yes. But I really feel fun, like, fun
0: employed is really like you drink during the day regularly. I
1: mean, sometimes I drink during the day.
0: Are they weekends or weekdays?
1: Oh no, sometimes they're you're like look. Sometimes there's going to be like a management snafu at like two p.m. Right? We're like, I'm having lunch and all, everything goes wrong. And I'm like, I'm going to have a beer right now. Everything sucks. I would say that's like a once every two weeks There,
0: I think I can count the amount of drinks I've had before 5 p.m. on one hand in the last 10 years.
1: Oh, my God. That sounds and, awful.
0: And, I'm a, I, and we know I, 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 I was a heavy drinker. You know, I've really leveled out. Really? Oh yeah, I drink like maybe once to twice a week now
1: grace and i drink a lot of wine now because we're just sitting here watching
0: yes. tv it's so easy you know it's yeah like, why not have well, a bottle of wine y- 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 you know i i was with that but you know i'm really fucking busy and You're if i'm old not,
1: though
0: yeah it's not about the old because i was doing that i was drinking s- six days a week just like a few months ago it's right. it's it's about that in the morning i gotta get up because i have i'm the opposite of fun and point is i have mm three full-time jobs and Wait, for reference can we tell the people
1: how old you're about to be
0: i'm gonna be 38 in three days that's incredible it's incredible that you've made it this far it, it, you, you, many would say say that i mean you yeah. know that that whole cancer thing i tried to stop that too <laughs> yeah
1: wow were you but, we, you were you were just 36 when we started this podcast
0: that that is absolutely true and um oh my god i you, was you, 20 my life so,
1: so, was so, so full of vibrant.
0: So, like, now I'm in my, I can't deny that I'm in my late 30s. Like, 37, the first half, you can say I'm in my mid-30s. But after 37 and a half, you have to say you're in your late 30s. So, I'm in my late 30s now. I, I like, scared the crap out of, like, my father and his friends during the holidays. Because, like, we talked about two years to my 40th birthday. They They really got shook.
1: And I'm still in my early 20s.
0: Yeah. I mean, relish that while it lasts.
1: <clears throat>
0: oh, so, well, so so with fun employment so, so, so what do you do with yourself now
1: i wake up at like eight thirty latest usually around 8
0: <laughs> you, you, you know I, I thought it was a great correlation as like so i do i tape all these noise creative podcasts i think i have like 15 of them taped and never do i have a problem like where i'm like oh, i really needed to sleep another hour before this podcast but Something when I'm taping with you, it's like, man, I just really need an extra hour. Now, it might be that I got home from work at 3.30 a.m. You don't, know
1: like, you don't know that you were going to spend 15 minutes talking about me in pajamas first. Like, yes. You're like, man, I really got to sleep extra to talk, try to deal with this
0: conversation. <laughs> it's, it's, it's true. you know. I run out before we tape. I get a cup of coffee so I can handle the breadth of this intellectual debate. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: so I wake up at 8. And then this is the best part about two things I've realized. One, not being in college anymore. And then two, not having like to commute to a desk like I was doing when I was at Jade in that Mm. Philly office. Mm. The best part of that is I wake up, like sometimes I'll read or drink tea or watch TV, but I would say nine out of 10 days, I just like wake up and go right to my desk. And I know that for some people, this is not good. You want like your separation from work when you wake up. Mm. But so how I run my work life is like through a to-do list app called to Doist, And I can usually get all of my work done every single day by 1030 if I really want to.
0: Wow. Yeah. My to-do list just gets longer every day. Mine doesn't.
1: Mm-hmm. So like I, I will start, I, you know, if I start working at 830, it's going to be rare that unless I'm, this does not account for like I have to send Jesse an email and then he has to master a song for me. He doesn't do that until two o'clock. So then at three o'clock, I send it off to the pressing plant. Like Mm -hmm. just in terms of work that I can do on my own, not relying on other people, um, I can do all that within two hours or even sooner if I really want to. It's really just a matter of like, well, do I want to be lazy today? This Mm -hmm. is what I found to be the best of fun employment. I do all of my work by 10 Mm o'clock. Then I fuck around for a little while. Then I go to the gym. Then I come back and then sometimes I'll do more work. Sometimes I'll play my new PlayStation that I got. I'm
0: wow. playing Madden, Jesse. Uh, oh, oh, God.
1: So it's really good for my brain, though. Like, it just, it just like, gets, you know, stress out of me.
0: I, I mean, I played it when I was 15. Right. You know, 23 years ago. It's gotten better. Okay. I, I'd hope so in those 23 years. The graphics years. are pretty good now. Um, so,
1: yeah, I, uh, it's this is, this, is,
0: this is a big departure from your life, whereas, like, now the funny thing is, you know, like, I run a blog. Mm. You know, It's that's, bad, you know, the business is bad Yeah, but, you know, we only have to put up one one big thing a day Like we try to just do one big piece of content a day mm. So, you know, and, yeah. you know, a lot of other people are writing them Got some talented, nice writers writing about the, the best unsigned bands That I, you know, have no idea who they are And then I listen to and they make me feel old
1: old bands, old people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's good. I really, I felt like I was on all the time in my previous life.
0: Does
1: mm-hmm. that makes sense? And now I feel like I'm off a lot of the time, which for the first two months I felt so bored. I tried mm. to start three new businesses in the first two months. Mm. Uh, legitimately. Uh, so, so, like, you just, so you say you tried but One of them exists
0: mm-hmm. um, Is that, is that the, the, the poster thing?
1: Yeah, it's the poster thing I'm doing with my friend that, 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 Those posters look great Yeah, they're nice and we have some more coming um, And then I just was like, wait, I, don't, I, I shouldn't well, I made a conscious decision sometime in October where I was like You know what, I'm going to try to enjoy that I don't need to be busy all the time I assume there will be many points more in the rest of my life where I have to work crazy harder than I am right now. Not that I'm not working hard, Mm -hmm. but it's like for the first time I'm going to enjoy since being 16, not having to work like, you know, every waking minute of the day. Mm -hmm. And it's been, it's been a really healthy process. I think. You
0: you know, what I've become very convinced of in the last 10 years of my life is that you need, I don't, I don't necessarily know that I call it years, but you need some time to slow down and get hungry again. And I, I do this often as like, I, um, I feel like last year the first like 3-4 months of the year is like I was like okay cool I survived cancer I'm going to go out and have some fun and I went out partied and didn't really get any of my proactive work done just got my like what I need to do to make a living like didn't work on the book much and then I got hungry again and now I'm like you know I work on the book nearly every day and like all those things cuz like you get hungry and you find something you're passionate about again and I think that that's a really important time. And I had that same thing like with um, – there was a point I didn't take a day off for four and a half months producing at one point. I think around 2007. And uh, then I just sat around doing nothing for like – Yeah, sometimes I literally, you
1: need to look up.
0: <laughs> I, well, yeah. You know what I did? I, the day I got off, I started doing wake and baking with pot. And cool. I was stoned for two weeks straight, like every minute. yeah. I'd never done that in my life before. And then I woke up and I went, wow, I don't want to be like that. And then yeah. like three months later, I watched uh, all of Lost in like, you know, a month. And uh, then, uh, what do you call it? I was like, okay, cool. Time to be productive again. You yeah. know, I
1: went like, Recently, like two weeks ago, I went to Oregon for a week, and four of those days were spent totally without service.
0: You went to the hippie town, yeah. Well,
1: yeah, I went to a cabin in the woods with no service, and like truly no service, and I was with Grace's extended family for a couple days, and that's something that I could not have Mm. work-wise or mentally, you know, have been capable of doing as recently as a year ago.
0: So, so and, did you need to replace it with anything? Did you like read a lot?
1: I did read a lot, but like in a way that I like. Not, mm. I wasn't like forcing myself. I played some board game. I got really into this board game called Bang. No, uh, I haven't heard of this. It was fun. It's like a. I, I think they're called a, a, a spaghetti western. I don't know. Mm. Um, some kind of board game, and that was fun. I got really, I got really aggressive. I needed to win. I did find that I needed to like be good at something. Uh, <laughs>
0: So so, so what you're saying is you're finding that you're a competitive person. Who would have thought it? Um, I I never would have thought this. Yeah,
1: I know. Um, So it's been good. I think it's been healthier. It's been nice to focus on my relationship. It's been nice to
0: worry my mother that I'm in Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. She's still really worried about it. Yeah. Well, has she come out yet?
1: She has. My my mother came out once uh, when I first moved here. Um, and she thought it was dirty, but she thought it was cute. Um, my father's been twice; he likes it more than my mother, I think.
0: So your parents have been twice in the like under six months. you been. I think my parents have come to Brooklyn to see me maybe five times in ah. in like I how many I can't even think. I think I've been here a, a, yeah, while. For a long time. Yeah. They they, yeah, they 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 don't come. And you know, the funny thing too is, you know, my mother's from Brooklyn. Oh, really? She's from uh, Park Slopish area. I didn't well, know that. Yeah, yeah, you know. Oh. Yeah. Can we this, this, talk
1: about Brooklyn neighborhoods real quick?
0: Yeah, yeah, go right ahead. At
1: some point, people will talk for like two minutes about music. But really, Jesse <laughs> and I haven't spoken on the phone in uh, four months. So.
0: It's, it's really true. We email occasionally. Yeah. but So we're
1: just catching up here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so, you know, naturally, Grace, we have like six months until we'll get an apartment. You know, we have a lot of time. But we've been thinking about neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. Um, So I really like Boreham Hill.
0: (laughs) So you know, I lived there for a long time. I didn't know that. I lived there, I think, for four years. Okay. Uh It's
1: very, to me, it really reminds me of like Amsterdam on the Upper West Side, Mm -hmm. Um, which, you know, is natural to me. Also, and I I hate saying this, I'm not comfortable saying this yet. I'm okay if you want to smack me. I really kind of have some kind of affection for the Gowanus area.
0: Well, that's the, Borb Hill and the Gowanus area the same thing.
1: Right, yeah, but like, I feel like it's a little different in the sense that there are no buildings more more than
0: just... I, we, we also have to remember this. These are real estate neighborhoods, so like, this is all total bullshit because there's no real borders to them. Right, but, but you know what I mean. Like, okay, so, so, so you want to hear my argument as somebody yeah. who lived there? Your cab fees, so whatever you figure out for rent when you budget, you're missing out that you're going to spend... So much more on cab fees living over there, because not only do you have to travel through the bottom of Manhattan in the cab when you want to go home, every time you go home from your work events, you then have to travel through that hard-to-get-to part of Brooklyn, which is that whole area.
1: Can I tell you something, though? We had this conversation when I was moving here. Mm -hmm. I have taken, in five months, one cab to Brooklyn, and that was split with four other people
0: my roommate that, that's very impressive
1: and Boreham Hill is still just off the G train but you also yes. have the added plus of the F train I have had well this
0: act- was, so you see so you just said the added plus which is the F train is also one of the lowest ranked oh, trades I, like,
1: I actually I the F train has been pretty good for me in terms of it gets me to areas that are actually useful to me but just like well they, I'm
0: more just saying just by breakdown it's one of the worst sure
1: right? sure I just feel like considering I work at home
0: yes that's
1: that's it's a, not a bad a, thing for me
0: yeah yeah, so I really uh, like those two areas. I also very
1: much enjoy Park Slope because it is just.
0: You know, I, see, I I hate Park Slope. Uh, I could totally.
1: I can. It's not like uh, alive enough for Grace. I don't think. But I'm I'm all in. Yeah. Well, Park I mean, th-
0: that's the thing is is nothing's as alive as Fort Greene and Williamsburg and Greenpoint and right. Bushwick. Like those right. are the most alive neighborhoods. Whereas Park Slope is like old people with babies. See, my neighborhood's about to get really weird because that Whole Foods and the Apple Store are about to open. Oh, oh where's but, there an Store? How did you not know this? It's right on the corner of uh, Metropolitan and Bedford. Oh, my
1: God. That's incredible.
0: Yeah. That's
1: great news for me and bad news for my wallet.
0: Yeah. Where's there going to
1: be a Whole Foods?
0: Like a block away right there by the Sweet Uh, Green.
1: You got to be excited. There's a Sweet Green in Brooklyn?
0: Oh my God! How do you not know Dude, this stuff? I don't
1: stuff? go to that awful neighborhood that I actually secretly love, but I just have no reason to ever go there.
0: Yeah, dog. I mean, I, I I go to Sweet Green. I go to lunch at Sweet Green like every how day. I work is from Sweet home. Green. It's 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 the best salad you will ever eat. in Oh your my life. God! It, yeah. So there's you know there's there's
1: it's such a college food thing. Like there's one on Penn's campus. How is it?
0: It's not really college. No, food. I just
1: they definitely got popular though around like college neighborhoods.
0: No, I mean. they got popular around neighborhoods where people with money can eat.
1: I'm just white girls, okay. Mm-hmm. well, there's some truth to that too, yeah. <laughs> and it's so good though, like it's very its expensive. It's, the, it's, the be- it's
0: the best it's the best salad you will ever eat. It's not that expensive to considering you can buy a salad for cheaper than a lunch at Chipotle.
1: Yeah, can we talk about Chipotle for
0: a second? Yeah, are you dying of e. coli yet?:
1: No, but I just I would just want to say, I've been to Chipotle a few times in Brooklyn since uh, the E. coli has broken out, right. Mm-hmm. And there's no one in there, and they give you twice as much for the same cost because they're not you know, selling enough, but they still make as much as they used to. And it's pretty great, but I know I'm risking E. coli.
0: So here's my theory. If you eat Chipotle in New York City or if you eat Domino's or Papa John's in New York City, you suck at life oh. because you could get better Mexican almost anywhere in Brooklyn – you can get better pizza. I mean, pizza, it really is. Like, I, 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 I've i been saying this. Like, there is no sadder thing than seeing somebody in Domino's pizza. That I agree. And I've had Domino's once in my but life. But Chipo- Chipotle, I mean, I will say this, Chipotle's too. Chipotle's different. I, I ate Chipotle the last two weeks. Now, the reason I ate it is because literally the city was closed down, and that was the only place I could get into that was still open on Christmas Eve. But I'm sorry. Chipotle is garbage. Wow. Yeah, wow. Just, just, I love
1: this podcast for a reason. I, I'm, I'm, just, not I, I'm just, just, just going to go there.
0: I get it when you're in suburban Jersey. You know what? When we're at the studio, we get Chipotle for lunch all the time because there's nothing else to eat that's good around there. When you're in Brooklyn, there is good Mexican nearly every 12 blocks. There's a lot
1: of good places, but sometimes I just want to feel like I was in Philly again eating Chipotle.
0: Yeah. But,
1: which is kind of how I imagine people with Domino's feel maybe. Like someone from Florida, they mm-hmm. move to the big city and they're like – I just want to feel like I'm a Floridian again. So instead of killing someone in a car, I'm going to (laughs) order Domino's.
0: Todd, who I wrote my book with, that's his argument for ordering Domino's.
1: Yeah, I think it makes sense. Grace and I got in the hall. We went on like a deep dive. And we realized it's actually, it's uh, often much more expensive to order Domino's than it is to get like a full pie at a normal pizza place in New York, which is crazy.
0: Unless you go to the like the really good ones, like I go to like, so I ordered on... New Year's Day I got real fucked up. We ordered at 1 a.m. a Williamsburg mm-hmm. pizza. Yeah. And Williamsburg pizza is so fancy that the pie with just the one topping $32. <laughs>
1: I mean, putting that ridiculousness aside, that's definitely a different thing from just getting like a standard New York pizza yeah. compared to a standard Domino's pizza. Yes, yes. I that's mean. absurd, though. Jesse. You should yeah, be. I,
0: that, that is some of the best pizza you will ever eat in your that's life, an though. ignorant. You, 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 you know what it was? It was an apple bacon walnut pie. It, oh, was, wow. it, it was. Sounds killer. Yeah, I mean, it would kill you, yes. Yeah. That sounds <laughs> oh, really good, though. Yes, it was it is truly amazing. It's I one of the best slices I've ever, ever. I, would, I would maybe spend that money on that. All right. So, 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 so so moving on. So, so no new jobs. Uh, you tried to start, so so we, 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 didn't get to this. So you tried to start some businesses.
1: I tried to start some businesses
0: and I was like, did you decide not to do some of them?
1: Well, I, I just, I, yeah, I decided not to do one of them. One of them is still in my mind, but it's, I just realized like I don't have to be adding stuff to my plate if I don't financially or mentally need it. So, Mm -hmm. which is good. So I have synergy still, uh, I work with the same four bands. Um, bad timing still. And then I have uh, another job that I'm not at liberty to discuss. Um, and then I'm doing this little covers thing very, very sporadically with Matt on the side.
0: Nice. Uh, yeah,
1: it's, a pretty, it's pretty good. I removed two jobs, I added one, and i have much less stress.
0: I like that. Yeah.
1: What are you doing over there? You're what? busy.
0: Yeah, I mean... Uh, the book is, like, really good now, and the book is, like... It's, like, starting to, like, be, like, a thing, like, when the last one came out, where I'm like, okay, I have hundreds of pages of things people don't talk about. This is what I like to do with my life, and... Uh, and
1: have you talked about on the 2.xx podcast about what this book is about?
0: Yeah, it's, it's called Processing Creativity, and it's about... I think the biggest problem in music today is because of a lack of mentorship can often be a great thing that you don't learn the the basic rules but then i think we've actually overflowed with bands who don't know how some of the basic creative building blocks and so they fuck up their careers constantly and this is how you don't fuck up and make bad decisions in your songwriting and your creative endeavors and i'm not telling people what to do i'm saying what the implications of each move are so that they consider because i think the biggest problem i see when bands ruin their careers is they don't even think about what this creatively could do they just get an idea in their head and they don't contemplate the other roads they could go down and so you're close. I'm like, basically, I'm in the I'm in the the space now. So when I write a book, I do an interesting thing of like I don't read any of the other books on the subject. I first write it, and then I go back and I read every major book on it. So, right now I'm in the editing it down and then reading it. So, I've been reading a lot of science books, which is really difficult because it means um, Googling a word every five minutes. Oh my minutes. God, I can't imagine. It's really difficult. But, man, I, I've learned so much. But, uh, so but then what I do is I, I take like a lot of my ideas and then I find out, oh, there's a term for that. And then I have to go through the whole book and find every time I use that description and write the actual term for it. But what I like about doing it the opposite this way is it gets more fresh, original thoughts out instead of me just reading the science and saying what everybody said already. Mm. So and while so it's more laborious, it re- yields a better result.
1: So when, so when, when are you hoping for that to be a thing in the real world?
0: See – so when we started this podcast, I thought it was about four months after that. And right, I, re- I remember. I mean, then that cancer thing happened. But I like, mean, yeah. are you really
1: going to use that as, an, as a crutch?
0: I, I actually am, yeah. That is why it happened. Okay, fine. Um, but, uh, you know, I really actually can't say. It. Books are done when I'm done with them. And, like, that really is the the end of the world. Is that, like, I... Can't release something until I'm like beyond excited, but I will say this I was always happy with this book, but now I'm like at the thing of like, I gotta get this out in the world, I gotta get this out of the world. So, like, when I wake up each day, it's like I try to get my work done so I can like sit at home and I, it's actually one of the reasons I don't drink as much as like, I want to sit up at night. I want to read and write and get things done and not go out. Like, you know, I haven't been, been running around chasing girls. Like I've been just like sitting here and getting it done.
1: Wow. Your, your new year's resolutions are just
0: no, 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 no new year's resolutions. I, I, I decided that, you know, no new year, new me business this year. It's just same year constant growth, constant growth dog.
1: Wow. And how's the how's the
0: creators business? Uh, Noise creators is off to a a phenomenal start. But yeah, that takes up a lot of time, you know, Uh, doing a 30 to 90 minute podcast two times a week with people. That's a that's a lot of work. And uh, we also got tons of other things. We're adding tons of more producers to it. And then we got to read analytics all day and figure out how we get people to stay on the site and get addicted to the site and really get interested. But um, we've had some exciting, even just before we started taping, we, 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 we had some exciting job linkups where we we're like, What's really nice, actually, uh, so this will be, like, the first little thing I divulge is, like, so, you know, there's two paths in Noise Creators. It's, like, one, you see a producer, you fall in love, and you contact with them. Mm-hmm. Well, well, but then the other thing is, is, like, it's kind of like the matchmaker thing where people write us, and we help them find the right producer. Mm-hmm. And so, that's, yeah. that that's been the most popular feature on the site, and that was, like, what we really wanted between Johnny and I. And it's awesome that our hypothesis was proven, is that, like, people really want that help because i think bands do make big mistakes choosing the producer all the time and we have such a you know we have 85 percent of the producers we wanted to get we got um so we really have the best pool of talent and we even have another big part of that percentage coming in right now and signing up and like it's pretty awesome that we're able to just like look at the pool and figure out who's a good fit for a band
1: That's a nice start. Yeah. I mean, I am really glad just hearing you talk about analytics. mm -hmm. I'm really glad that I don't have to do anything with any kind of website anymore. Like, that's
0: nice. Really? You see, that's the funny thing. Like, that's what I enjoy. You know what I don't enjoy is, like, emailing authors to get things. Like, I enjoy, like, I'm actually looking forward to that in, like, four hours. I'm going to be, like, sitting with Google Analytics and seeing – uh how our mobile site behaves and if the behaviors are doing what i want them to do
1: i think part of that for me was just like i was promised something i delivered something Mm. based off analytics and that promise never came and then i began to Spies, the analytics, you
0: know? You're like that very common author trope where they write about how they wanted love and they wanted commitment, and then the person um, was a psychopath, and then they, like, tried to stab them, and then now they don't want love anymore. And then you need to find love again and need to find a nurturing relationship. Well, I have... I mean... <laughs> this is a co- very common I've, romance cost story. cost
1: media a company that had a knife instead of a ham to shake.
0: Yes, yes. Um,
1: though I have enjoyed messing around with my new little blog, but it's been very, I forget about it half the time and that's like crazy. And yeah.
0: Not- I, you know, you know, I, I think, I think you and I are similar in this, you know, I have not been blogging and, uh, there's various reasons for that, but like, I, I really, I, I have this great list of all these articles I want to write right now that I'm really, really excited about doing. But when it comes to my day, I'm like, it's the last thing in my mind to like go and blog right now. Mm, yeah. I, got, I got more pressing things to do right now. You do? Well. So we wanted to talk about some traditional off-the-record topics now that everybody knows what we've been doing.
1: On episode 66.
0: Yeah. Or two-point-something or another. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm really looking forward to crediting you as a um, former host of Off the Record. <laughs> Since uh-huh. you, know, you, you, you don't have any new job titles. I got nothing. <laughs> um, so, RDO died.
1: RDO died on, and white men were sad. Uh,
0: it's you. Uh, well, uh, you know what? I, I would not just. I would not just give it the white men because you know when you looked at the new release page and showed you it by who was popular and the, you know there was a shockingly huge uh, urban, demographic. Mm. urban demographic, urban demographic, urban. I, well, I kind
1: of forgot it existed.
0: So you weren't yeah. using it till the last day. Like I fully me. moved
1: to. Apple music and i haven't looked back since
0: well that must be why you're you're doing that that's like you know like when you uh, that's like when you when you when you marry a crazy girl and then you move to the woods with her and you don't meet any other girls you can't see that that she's that crazy because it seems normal
1: i just i just i got what i wanted apple music is so far from perfect so so far but it's exactly all i need right like the i do wish i used Like the thing I really like about Spotify um, and, you know, formerly audio was you can, there's more like human. I can see what Jesse's listening to or recommends and stuff like that. Like, I really like that. I think there's actually value in that.
0: Wait, so you see what I'm listening to on Apple Music? No, I don't. That's oh, what I'm okay. saying. It's oh, not okay. there, okay. All but right. it Let's is. Oh, sorry.
1: it is on Spotify. I wish that was on Apple Music, but I don't really care about that. I barely listen to music anyway because it's awful.
0: I was gonna say it's really good. You don't to because all I listen to on Apple Music is the only time I use Apple Music is on the Apple TV when I want to like DJ when friends oh, are over. So you got
1: nervous there for a second. That's what you're telling me. You were like, oh, God, he can see what well,
0: I'm it, listening to? Oh, uh, yeah, because it, it, it really is, like, just me and my friends sitting around, like, you know, do you remember that song from the 90s? And then we listened to some bad hum song or, like, something like that. And then, you know, I'm like, oh, people don't need I, to see I, that. I do, I do
1: like this Apple TV that I just got. It's oh, yeah, it's it's,
0: it's it's a, it's a fantastic the piece of technology. It's really great. Yeah, the the what did they say? We were watching Interstellar this weekend. That, that, that was a great feature. Uh-huh um i would the fast forward when i showed my father the fast forward i bought my parents one Mm. and i showed my father the fast forward his eyes lit up
1: grace was like and you know how it pops up like the captioning for those Mm. 10 seconds grace was like wait so now it's gonna play the captioning for the whole movie and i was like no just give it a second Mm -hmm. oh just for the part that you told it to repeat it's really Mm -hmm. good yeah that's an
0: amazing feature
1: yeah very good um Yeah, so no, I I do like, I miss RDO in the sense that it was really nice in 2011, but it's really that band that broke up, that was really good, and then they released four bad albums in a row.
0: See, this is the thing, to me, it never got bad, because that new release page is all I cared about, and I cared about it working and searching properly. Now, let me tell you the biggest thing that I appreciate about Spotify. So, when I ported my playlist off of RDO and Apple uh, Music, uh, the porting brought up songs that were dead on my, uh, playlists on RDO because RDO hadn't seen, cause so, uh. for people who don't know this, what happens all the time is these dumbass labels re-release an album. And when I say re-release, I mean, they don't really re-release it, but they re-reput it up with some dumb, bad content. <laughs> Um, or none at all, and just call or, the a new release. Or, and or,
1: to be fair, it could be a distribution issue. Yeah, yeah.
0: exactly. It cha- they change something about the album, and so then it disappears from your playlist, even though it still exists on the source. Spotify has a way to link all that metadata so it doesn't leave your playlist. And so my playlists that have had these, like, I have this playlist of every pop song I've liked since RDO came out, and I kind of just have that for like, you know, driving in the car to the beach in the summer type thing, like when we want to be easy and breezy. And it's like that thing of like, all of a sudden, there's 50 songs that I haven't been able to access that are playable. That's pretty awesome.
1: That is solid. You're and, getting your music back. You're getting your shitty pop songs back.
0: But you want to know what's funny is when I did the same transfer to Apple Music, it failed miserably. Oh yeah, Apple Music is a disaster. Yeah. I
1: mean, it's all iTunes this fall. We need we need Apple Music app.
0: Um, you want me to tell you a really funny, funny story about uh, iTunes? Sure. So the Noise Creators podcast got some random glitch when we tried to put it up. Mm-hmm. And the email was so old that it was, like, linking to stuff that didn't work in the new iTunes. All the instructions were from, like, seven iTunes versions <laughs> ago. Mm-hmm. So I eventually found a number to call Apple. And I get Apple, like front desk, and I say, I'm having a problem with a podcast, this guy picks up, and it was like, you've never heard someone so happy to take a customer service call. He's like, you're using our product, and I can help you? It was like, this guy was like, I thought he was going to cry. He was so happy. That guy might have gotten
1: fired since then for helping me.
0: (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Uh, But it was like so funny. He's like, oh, yes, I see what the problem is. Let me fix this. Oh, my God, I can see this. We should update this. He was so excited that he had something to do because I think they do so little development on that podcast thing that he's like, oh, my God, I have a service ticket and can justify doing something here. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it it was like comic was like you, you I even said to him, i'm like, you're way too excited about this dude <laughs> <laughs> poor guy yeah well that, that's that's what happens poor guy no. but that, but, that, but, that, but that, i i show. like that's that whole thing like i th- i think there was like one of those nerd nerd uh podcasts that we all listened to, like said it that like iTunes has like doesn't even have one person on some parts of their products in the i o s it's really
1: bad it's just it's like to me, I think to Apple, it's like a brand name thing. But I don't think at this point, anyone feels good about iTunes, the brand. So I don't know. It's a tough, it's tough.
0: Which is really weird for a product that's used by like, what, what is it? Like 500 million people use oh, yeah. iTunes, every, iTunes every, a month? That's the thing. We all use it. We have to. I go a month without using uh, iTunes.
1: The thing that's tough, I think it, it really gets hard for like, families you buy your some people buy movies in their tv shows the problem is i don't think apple doesn't want to split it all up but it's just so congested and clogged but i don't think that they've thought that they have a better solution which is awful because they really need a better solution
0: well i'll say this i will be i will cancel my uh apple music account the second there's a spotify app on the apple tv
1: yeah, I'm surprised there isn't. Well, uh, I,
0: like- I, 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 I guarantee you. It's, the, the, this is the, the logic I have for that it's coming. If Apple is, since we know that Apple's allowing Amazon to put their streaming app in, they're also going to do this, because also it would be antitrust if they didn't allow it. Oh, them.
1: yeah, I don't think it's on Apple. I think Spotify just hasn't made it or released it yet, which I just, if I were Spotify, I would have done that on day one.
0: Yes, uh-huh. I, I, I agree, but they're they're going to get it up there, oh, yeah, I'm, sure. I'm sure, and, the, and then uh-huh. uh, then I'm done with Apple Music.
1: Yeah. Talking about RDO's death, what I am oddly interested in is Pandora. Yeah, not I mean, as like something I'd ever use, but I feel like there are a lot of people that use Pandora,
0: right? There are a lot of people. You, my father really likes Pandora, right.
1: and uh, so now people that like Pandora suddenly have like, let's just say it'll be better because they bought audio parts, right? But they also bought uh, next week sound. Like they have mm. things suddenly. That oh man, be, I
0: forgot about that. Yeah,
1: they bought a lot of stuff. They have a lot of ticket tie-in stuff now. Like, all of a sudden, Pandora can tell you that, uh, what show am I going to tomorrow? If that Bouncing Composer is playing down the street in Brooklyn, there's still tickets buy them. Like, I, I don't know. I think it's really interesting what they're doing. I just don't know if, like, it matters. But I find it interesting, to say the least.
0: Yeah. Wait, wait. How does the... Ti- the- they just
1: have, they, they, got a, they got a stat and, like, a ticketing company, too.
0: Oh, that's right. That they got Ticketfly? Or song, yeah. oh I don't remember. No, uh, I don't remember. Um, the too many, too many acquisitions. Sure, I think it can be fine. My problem is I don't want to give Pandora money because they're always lobbying against musicians. Oh yeah,
1: that part's bad. We did a whole podcast about.
0: Yeah, and so it's like I don't want to ever give them any support, and that I think they make it. Like I just don't enjoy that product. Like I, I and you know, like I say this to people all the time. This is another thing I'll give Apple use a credit for. When you now use Spotify Discover or Apple Music, you realize that the Music Genome Project, which is for people who don't know, that's what Pandora originally sold themselves as, is that they took all these traits of songs and made it so they'll give better recommendations. That thing was an absolute failure because everybody knows Pandora gives worse recommendations than Spotify Discover Weekly without having to put all this human effort into tagging music. And the same thing with Apple Music. It's like these things give better recommendations. Hell, I will even go this far. Google Play gives better recommendations than it.
1: Yeah, I will say that both Spotify and Apple, they recommend me great stuff. And I'm just like, I'm just never listening to this. But it's me. It's me. It's not them. It's really just me.
0: If I hit Apple Radio, it is much more tolerable. But I'm with you. I'm not going to do it. Whereas I will say this, the Spotify Discover. It's starting, I'm only, I'm very young on Spotify, and I also think I have a very big problem with my streaming thing of that, like, a lot of my music is putting on something for somebody else to hear in the studio, so they're going, hey, can you play this song, so it's hard for it to figure out what I'm listening to as opposed to just me working with somebody who's, like, on this country song, you know, that really screws People up the album. People really
1: love the weekly Discover thing on Spotify. Yes. To me, I, that is incredibly compelling.
0: My, my, my guy in the liquor store by my house, he, he talks to me about it every time I come in. Really? He just has to talk to me about it because he's so amazed by how good it is.
1: That's how you know it's compelling. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: It's, it's, it's really something.
1: I just opened mine, and I would say I love, I love every song except that I've never listened to the Juliana Theory
0: or um i like I, I like I like, t- I like two juliana theory songs a lot I,
1: i'm just saying i'm opening this and i guess i don't need to discover any of these songs because i know them all so maybe that's bad but like i would listen this is a good playlist this is like if i were to dj something at riot fest next year i could just cl- click click play on this playlist and everyone would be happy
0: that's because also though you have such a limited music taste that oh, yeah, it's I, pretty I, easy yeah. to predict excuse me <laughs> excuse me Got gotta keep it old school, in the podcast vibes here. Gotta, gotta keep those disses going. How dare you! <laughs> okay, so 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 moving. Do you have anything else to say about this? No, I don't have anything. All right, so so so, so I'm sure people are wondering what we think about the fact that this David Lowry dude is suing Spotify for unpaid royalties. Are you surprised? Well, so here's my here here's my gripe about this. Okay. David Lowery has always seemed to me like the guy who has a solution searching for a problem. So, David Lowry, for people not familiar, who's in this band called Cracker. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, I have a friend who plays in the band right now, so I'm not going to laugh. And uh, David Lowery writes this blog called The Tricordist, and it kind of is... propaganda is not the right word, but... It's just basically anytime he can find anything bad about streaming, he posts it. And I, what I always think when I did Museformation and as we've done on off the record is like when Spotify or one of these streaming services does something bad, we talk about it when it does something good, we talk about it. And it seems like he's only ever out to find the bad and, uh, I don't think that's a good place to be. And then he was on Mark Marin at one point, And what he said is like, basically like, I'm doing this because somebody has to. And it's like, that doesn't seem like somebody who's trying to find the truth. That's somebody who's pursuing an agenda. So that yeah. makes me just not trust this a bit. But at the same time, every detail of this lawsuit, it's like, it also seems like he found the thing worth pursuing.
1: The age old frustration that we've talked about 65 times is that... People just, I I mean, this guy definitely knows how it works more than I would assume your average musician, Mm -hmm. but it's just still the case There's so many people just don't know how it works. And it's—it's that information is not necessarily made readily available for the person that signs to Victory Records and then doesn't understand why they're not getting paid anymore from Spotify and that their music got pulled. Mm -hmm. But... Still, it's just out there. It's like, yes, you signed to a record label. Your deal with the record label is that you get 17% of your royalties. Mm-hmm. Spotify takes part of your earnings. And then it's just like people don't understand how the money flows. They don't understand why they signed a bad deal or a good deal. It's just the worst still when you see people complaining that they only got paid $100 for Spotify, mm-hmm. but they're only owed $100 and their record label made $10,000.
0: Yes. And, and, and so here's what I also like, I don't love about this whole thing. is like, so one of my least favorite things in media is when you pretend not to know when you know. So like right-wing media all the time will put up like perfect examples, like years ago, like this Obama cabinet person got fired because they intentionally edited a video to make her look bad and make her look like she said something she didn't say. When you're pursuing an agenda it makes you not a part of media and he intentionally like David Lowry has been through this enough that he knows when he posts the thing of like the guy from Portishead complaining about his royalties, that that's Uh. only one of his royalty checks. He knows this, but he publishes it anyway because he's getting his agenda across. So like there's part of me that's really like, ugh, and then there's another part of me. And I think Jesse Richmond tweeted it. It was like, Oh, Cool. Uh, David Lowry is going to fill lawyers' pockets because that's about the only person who's going to get filled with, with, <laughs> yes, with this. Uh, yeah. And it, it really is true. It's like this is just going to be a long legal battle that literally yields just about no result. But it's the it, same thing. Like this happens all the time with other
1: stuff. Like All Press posted this article yesterday about um, a manager of a metal band. Um, about how they don't make any money on a tour. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, I saw. And how, like, their average
1: income is $3,000 a tour. And, like, then they listed out every expense. And a fan sees that, and they're like, well, duh, it makes sense that they should have a lighting guy, a driver, a guitar tech, a sound person. But if a band's only playing 500-cap shows, and for some reason, if those are all sold out, they're only selling $750 of merch a night... Like, something is wrong there, but it's. Well, you're, you're spitting it to look like it's not on you. Uh,
0: and yeah, n- n- I, th- I think we went through this. When we discussed the Pamplamous thing is that there's this problem that there's bands who are like doing these humongous things to look like a big band and, you know, fake it till you make it shit. And this is like my problem all the time. When, like, when people are like, what do you think about fake it till you make it? And it's like, no fake it till you make it is fine in some ways when it's free. But like, when you're like, Oh, I need the scrims and these big road cases, and all this. So I look like a big band. It's like, that doesn't do anything for you at the end of the day. You could still be that band. Like there was a band I can think of that it's friends of ours. It's like, they have all the right gear, but it's like, Oh, well now you're the, uh, support on a band that you were bigger than three years ago. You need to downgrade that shit.
1: Yeah. And, as i've said here like many times just regarding the spotify money stuff like knuckle puck is a band that i manage we released a bunch of stuff before signing to a label they make a real it's it couldn't pay anyone's salary for a year right but like the amount of money they make per month per year just off of spotify or itunes or formerly rdio i guess like there's significant money there when you get to retain 100 of it so mm-hmm. It's just it's, it's so patently false that that's like not true unless your band one doesn't make any money from music because no one listens to it. Or if you give up all your rights to a record label and they legally get the lion's share of the royalties, like it's so much easier to beg for anger, even though that anger ultimately doesn't do anything. No one's going to stop using Spotify. Like no one has not used Spotify because Porter said is mad at them. It's just it doesn't get anywhere
0: so this this gets to another one of my things is like i keep waiting to hear the solution that's not well we'll make people pay for music it's like that didn't work and no one has a solution that isn't streaming music ever yet they talk as if there is one
1: my continual thing is like one i I do think people are selling music right now um maybe not i don't know about like dance stuff but like
0: Well, yeah, I mean, a lot
1: of a lot of music is selling really well right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But beyond that, to me, like Spotify streaming services, YouTube ad money, like those are just kind of marketing and you make money on top from it. Um, And hopefully you're doing better ticket or merch sales like to me, because I grew up in this time where music sales were never crazy in terms of my working career. Like Mm -hmm. money is all about getting money is all about from being on the road and music sales and any music income is just can't is just like icing on top. Um, and that's not a bad thing. That's just like, to me, the reality of the world that we live in, mm-hmm. but so many people function that we're not in that world that, we're not in that world, but we
0: are, I, I, I am with you and I, I th- It st- still, it gets back to me too. So with this lawsuit and like how somebody should feel about it, it's like, I'm psyched if David Lowery gets money for musicians. I don't know that I'm psyched if Spotify and streaming services topple because then we just get back to people torrenting. And if if anything, God, like I know that Dropbox is doing these things like where they're stopping movies from being shared and stuff like that. Like I had a friend who just sent me a thing like where they tried to share hateful eight and it got blocked.
1: Can I get that?
0: Yeah. You don't know how to use torrents.
1: (laughs) Is that really torrented, right
0: Hatefully torrented weeks before it came out. I watched it. I didn't even realize I watched it before it came out. I thought it was already uh, released when I watched it. Was it good? It's, so it's a good movie. Um, I'm not a fan of everything Tarantino does, but I thought Django and Inglorious Bastards were two of the best movies that have so been made. Yeah, so like good. I saw Django twice in the theater, which is something I never do.
1: Wow, that's a long that's a long theater movie
0: to, to double. Well, you know, the, it was really because the girlfriend wanted to go, and I would watched it without her. And uh, um, but uh, what do you call it? Uh, it's just not as good as it should be. I, wa- I watched I I, I I I said so this this weekend. Like we're talking about our our breaks. I sat on the couch the longest I've ever sat on the couch in four days. This last weekend, and I watched more TV than I think I ever have in my entire life. I did nothing but watch TV for that whole New Year's thing.
1: That's great. Yeah. I I started and finished both seasons of Transparent. Great show. Great show. I watched the first season of Fargo. That was really enjoyable.
0: Oh, you're not even on the second one.
1: I just started last night, just
0: episode one. Second season, when it gets halfway through, just gets so amazing.
1: I've heard. I did really, really enjoy the first
0: season. No, the first season's great. I mean, I I I lost my mind on this very podcast the first time I saw it. So I actually binged that one pretty hard. Hmm. You know, I watched that. I really loved that. I feel like no one talks about is amazing. Is a uh, man seeking woman?
1: Oh yeah, I've seen you talk about that. I just haven't. I don't even really know what it is.
0: It's uh, Eric Andre. I don't really know who that is. He was on Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23, and he has a show on Adult Swim called The Eric Andre Show that's really ridiculous. Mm-hmm. He's very funny. I'm a, I'm a big fan of his. Um, there was something else I watched. Oh, you know, I loved Dinner Stellar. I loved Straight Outta Compton. Oh,
1: you. Saw, I, I still haven't seen Straight Out
0: of Compton. It, it. was. It was a great whitewashed movie. There is so many things <laughs> I... Saw in there that I'm like that's not true That's not what that happened but There's also a thing of like too of like th- There's this great scene where the police confront Them about the fuck the police song and you like You forget that there's no band Today or really since Then that had that danger Of like You know police would confront them like Them and Marilyn Manson were like the last two where like everywhere they would go Police would be like you're not doing this
1: I saw uh, The Revenant this past weekend
0: so um, I, I heard Leonardo DiCaprio does not actually get raped by a bear. <laughs> he
1: doesn't. But let me tell you, like during that scene, you know, the only thing I had in my mind the whole time was like, it does really look like he's getting raped by a bear right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was really crazy. Um I- if you're interested in that movie, I would see it in the theater more than at home just because, like, the, the scenery is, like, insanely gorgeous. Uh, it? And it's definitely worth seeing it on a really big screen just for that alone. Like, it's kind of like, like man, is this really how the world used to look? It used to look really pretty.
0: Um, yeah, I'm not into nature, so I probably will we'll skip that.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I also saw Star Wars. Uh,
0: yeah, I, so, so you know what I had to do? because um See, I like I, I've i been being this is my little snob rant is, see, is like I'm into like intellectual science fiction, not uh, special effects science fiction. It was really good. So I've been rewatching the Star Wars movies, but it's painful because I really don't think they're that good because it's I'm not impressed by special effects. I'm impressed by plots and, you know, like ex machina is about thoughts in science fiction, not just special effects. Great and adventure. yeah, that's the best movie of the past five years. And um. It's just that thing. It's like, yeah, I'm interested, and yeah, I'll probably get to it in the theater, but like, it's taking me a little... Whenever I have another option to watch a different movie, I don't watch the Star Wars ones I've downloaded to catch up, so I actually understand what happens, because I haven't seen a Star Wars movie in 30 years. I
1: just watched them all all for the first time, and I can say they were all not great, except the
0: new one. Huh. That's that's interesting.
1: But I am now torrenting straight out of Compton. So i
0: will all be okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, well done on the, on the advocating piracy front. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, well, I mean, this is kind of serving as our recommendations. Was, I don't there, know. was, was there anything um, else?
1: Yeah, I, I will recommend one piece of music. Okay. That I really like. I've fallen in love with a record uh, by an artist named Julian Baker. I,
0: th- no one's shocked about this if they read your Twitter. So she uh,
1: she released an album called "Sprained Sprained Ankle." I think in uh, uh, October. I yeah, it was a couple a couple
0: months ago. So I we're...
1: completely did not hear about it at all until like recently, until December. Mm-hmm. Uh, came out on six one three one records. Uh, it is phenomenal. Um, it is so sad. It is like cripplingly beautifully sad. Um, and she's incredible. And uh, I was almost going to like scalp tickets to go see her because her show at Mercury Lounge sold out. But then she added a rough trade show, so that was great.
0: Oh, nice! That's Ruff, like Rough Tra- trade's a decent place to see a show. I've not actually seen a show there. Uh, it's, it's it's good. I don't love the sound, but the sight yeah. lines great.
1: I was just like, wow. I can't remember the last time I'd considered scalping uh, tickets for a new artist. <laughs> it's like I must really like this person
0: when I listened to that record I was like I listened about twice I was like this is very good I'm never in the mood for this because yeah. I just don't I, you know that's not an emotion I feel
1: totally fair uh, and I have uh, there's uh, a band i run for cover called Pine Grove just announced an album from, from,
0: from, from my hometown Montclair New Jersey Yeah,
1: and it's, a, it's, it's like a weird thing for me but I, I like it a lot there's like banjo on it so it's like Ooh. weird but I, I think it's pretty good actually
0: Oh, I don't fuck with banjo. Yeah, no, you won't like that at all. But I think, yeah. you know, so I mean, truth be told, I, I think I listened to them uh, like a year ago and then I don't even remember what it It wasn't, like. I'll say I didn't like it a year ago, really. Oh. I think it's good now. Yeah. Well, you are um assimilating into Brooklyn properly. You're getting yeah, you're getting a boxing like getting...
1: record. I'm in I'm in Brooklyn. Oh,
0: I'm not 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 even. Oh, I mean like come on, Courtney Barnett, like you like you you you're getting there. Like you're about 2 years away from getting a curly beard and making artistical yeah, jalapeno, jalapeno is chocolate. is
1: just don't well, one, I don't like chocolate. But two, I just don't like uh, to listen well, to music. Wait, wait,
0: wait. I didn't realize that we had that in common.
1: Yeah, you didn't you didn't? I don't
0: think I knew uh, that we both uh, aren't into yeah, d- into right. chocolate. Wow. Oh,
1: See the thing about me is I was at a podcast this past weekend, right? Like everyone stopped recording podcasts, and I was out. I was like, oh I, my saw, God, I, my I saw
0: this tweet, which is totally weird because, like, for me, I have so many subscriptions that I'm just not that into. That there's yeah. always these ones that are the bottom of the barrel. Like, do that's I really want to? do happened? And I
1: listened to all of them.
0: <laughs> oh man, that's insane.
1: And so I was, I was like, "What am I going to listen to?" I I dislike music so much that I started an audiobook instead.
0: I, I mean, I'm right there with you. That's the thing is, like, I have like five audiobooks I'm dying to finish. So, wow,
1: straight out of Compton, already finished. Crazy. Yeah.
0: That, that, that's, 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 it's pretty easy download when you got a good, good one. I think it took me about 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. I got a good one. Woo. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's, it's a funny thing when, uh, with, 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 with the podcast thing too, because so, so my new thing is, is I, 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 had, since people like podcasts, I'll give this tip to everybody. So what I do instead now of like when I'm searching for a new podcast of trying to find like similar things or look in the overcast recommendations, I look up my favorite people in the actual podcast app and I download interviews with all the smartest people I like. Mm. And so like I've been going back through and finding like uh, my favorite people who have been guests on certain shows. And then so I started doing that when I ran out of good podcasts. It's a very good pro tip right there. I like
1: that. I'm told Chris Saka will be on Tim Ferriss again. and I'm looking forward to that.
0: Yeah, that was a good podcast when he was on there. Um, that was
1: good.
0: Yeah, what do you call it? I, 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 what, there, was, there was an episode I was really into uh, the other week. Oh, Derek Sivers from CD Baby was on there. Mm, cool, um, yeah. um, on Tim Ferriss the other week. That was a great episode. That guy is very, very smart. Are you serialing? I am, and you know, so my uh best friend did a lot of reporting on that case. Mm-hmm. So I I know a lot of it already. So it's not that thrilling to me. I make. haven't had
1: like any desire to listen to them, but then I, you know, I've listened to them all, and then in each episode, I'm like, wow, this is some crazy stuff. I'm fully enthralled in this.
0: But really? So 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 this is the thing. Everybody I've talked to Isn't really fully enthralled, but most of my friends also read my other friends' reporting. Yeah, I I have
1: never. I don't. I mean, I'm so ignorant. I I didn't know that this existed.
0: I I, I love that. I mean, if only we used uh, still used episode names. uh, I'm so ignorant would just be so good. There's an episode name for this though because (laughs) you could do like it's it's way better credit you as former host. I like that. Yeah, I think that's pretty
1: good. Are you looking for any music this year, Jesse?
0: Yeah, I mean. What what's coming out? There was like a couple things I saw there. I I saw Modern Baseballs making a new record. I'm looking forward to when that comes out. uh what else? I feel like there's a record I've been like, oh, that's coming out in a few weeks. That's going to be really good. And then now, of course, I can't remember. Are you excited for
1: Blink 183?
0: Absolutely not. <laughs> I I you know I was thinking of a really good Blink 182 metaphor the other day for like what it's like with Skiba Singing, Cause Skiba Singing is a great thing, but I had this really good one. Now it's of course not coming to me in the time I need it. But like, I, you know, I'm not feeling it dog. I'm not feeling it either. <laughs> yeah, I, I I have, I mean, we've we, we went through this. My, my thing is always when somebody has been making crap consistently for years, like I, tons of bands make a down record where it's like, it's not good. And then they make another a great record, the record after but this is just not happening yeah no uh I, I i have i have no faith that this is going to be good so i have uh i have very little tr- you, know, you know what my other thing is and i and i'm, I'm gonna say say this, and this is is gonna be a little producer nerdy, nerdy bands without jerry finn that were good with jerry finn rarely work i miss that guy just the one of the what, I, I i i'm like now on this thing i've been so i've been slowly making a jerry finn productions playlist because so what we do for noise creators is we make every producer a playlist but i'm like man i just want to listen to jerry finn playlists and like it it, it is that thing man it's like i just did a pop punk record and Ooh. like getting inspired i'm like listening to all the stuff i'm making this playlist and like man it's just like he's it was so good at it. And he made these bands just so much better. And there's, you know, with some producers are like, Oh, maybe it was the thing, but he had certain things that he did in bridges that were just kind of him. And like, man, it's just like, it's, it's so hard to get his touch back into music. And I just don't, I don't see that band doing much without that other part there. I, I would agree with you. And, um, uh, and I, you know, truth be told, I don't really like that band's records before him. Whatever, man. You know, you're, you're are you right.
1: excited though for Billy Joe to destroy pop punk?
0: Oh God, what an idiot! Um, I was gonna tweet tweet at you. You know, you were wrong about this being the first Rise band on late night TV. Apparently. Oh yeah. Uh, somebody tweeted out that Emily's Army was on. Uh, oh, you're right. <laughs> yeah. I meant to, I meant to send that to you, and then I was like, you know, I got caught up in something else. But yeah, Emily's Army was on late night TV. Yeah, and that's tonight that Paris is on. It is. That's pretty. Uh, have you ever I'm,
1: listened to that
0: band? Have I listened? You know, that's like one of my f- five favorite records of the year. I had
1: no idea. I think it came out two years
0: ago. I thought it came out in 2015. I'm not sure. But really, I'm pretty like sure it, it came out in. I, 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 it was a very slow fall for me, but mm-hmm. uh, that is my favorite record. Oh, that's exciting. Uh, like, like, I listen to that record a lot. Mm.
1: Um, I think it's pretty good when I listen to it, but I just don't, like, really have a desire to listen to
0: it. One of those. See, so, so you know what it is for me? I can listen to that to get inspired at work. She's really good live.
1: Like, she's very, mm-hmm. I watched her a few times on Warped Torrance. Like, it's, she's very compelling.
0: Yeah, I've watched live videos. I mean, I, I'm all in on that band. Like, I really enjoy that. Like, I will. I don't watch late night TV. I probably won't watch it live, but I will watch that performance when it comes up.
1: Mm. Yeah, I, I will watch it on, on YouTube.
0: So, so we have one last subject. What is it? Twitter's about to ruin itself. Oh, uh,
1: I mean, I would say arguably that Twitter ruined itself anywhere from one to five years ago.
0: I See, I, I don't agree. You, you, you and I got into a small tiff about this. I, I, I think Twitter needs to drop its IPO and become a non-profit. Because there's no need to develop this. And it's just the same thing as like, so in my creativity book, like I talk about this, like you take something in the way from Nirvana, or you take pavement, crooked rain, crooked rain, or anything that's raw and good and simple, and it's not made better by overproduction. And Twitter is something that is raw and simple that doesn't need it. I actually think the polling thing is a good thing. And that's a good advent. I think unlimiting the length of direct messages is a good thing, but unlimiting the character limit is not a good thing. There's plenty oh, I of think it's bad. It's, <laughs> there's plenty of other things uh, uh there's plenty of other things they can do, and this is totally stupid. There's plenty of other places to publish blogs.
1: Yeah. Um, I think that the unlimited direct messages was like a no brainer cause who cares? Like yes. that's totally fine. I think Twitter missed a huge opportunity to like have direct messages really be a thing a couple of years ago. Like mm-hmm. that could, that, there's no reason why people wouldn't, like, we all use Facebook Messenger. Twitter could have had a larger piece of that puzzle. But it's just uh,
0: you, not. We, we don't all use it. I, I do everything I can to avoid Facebook Messenger.
1: 900 million people a day use Facebook Messenger. Jesse Cannon is one of them that don't.
0: I, I try I try to not, not use it as much as possible because you know who contacts me on Facebook Messenger? Idiots. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, there's what, a guy what, yesterday that friended me. And normally now I just, you know, I decline. But for some reason, this person was only friends with people that I am legitimately friends with. Mm-hmm. right? So I accepted it hour later he messages me hey do you like music i've been in this ba- i've been working in music for 20 years and i have this band and i and i just reply like hey please don't spam me and then he replies back i wasn't spamming you oh wait i didn't know that you were Zach of property Zach. one yes you did man you, 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 you. <laughs> and then he's like well i hope you find a prosperous career in music and <laughs> i was like great this is my this is my facebook messenger interaction with that
0: yeah you know I, I, mean, I realized too is like so, I was talking to my roommate, and uh, is that like that thing of like, you know, when you get the misspelled emails, there's that level. Facebook Messenger is like the level below the misspelled uh, emails. Yeah,
1: um, it's not great. Uh, well, Twitter is bad in the sense that nothing's happening project lightning moments is a disaster polls I think are really good actually I just can't use them because I don't use the Twitter app Um, yeah I have the same problem but I think it's actually really good like there's some stuff that Twitter does that I think like hey this is really good and then I just kind of botch the execution like if you're gonna let third-party apps exist let them have all the features if you're not gonna let them have all the features don't
0: let them exist so is that what it is they don't let yeah it's
1: API it's API stuff they don't have access um But you know, I I thought
0: that that was was not. It was TweetDeck, not not. uh, What do you call it? Uh, Not updating it.
1: No, no. Well, so TweetDeck is owned by Twitter.
0: No, not Tweet Tweet TweetBot. Tweetbot.
1: No, no. They just can't use some of that stuff. But
0: yeah, it's because TweetDeck doesn't have it either. Because those are the right. And Twitter.
1: I mean, Twitter released a Mac app on December thirtieth, the first Mm. update in over a year, and (laughs) it did not have polls in it and did not have moments. Twitter's very bad right now. Like they, yeah. they released these two, like quote-unquote, like big landmark features in the last six months, and they released a new app uh, for the first time in a year on a Mac, and it didn't have the two biggest features. Like It's just that company is sad. I'm glad I didn't buy stock. They're going to get bought. They will not become a public co- uh, Sorry, a private company. They will be bought by Google, and that will be it.
0: See, everybody says X will be bought by Google, X will be bought no, by. Yeah, I really think they're Because
1: who else? Because
0: they're going to. See, but so, so here's the argument against that. Why hasn't uh, Google bought Yelp? Because they don't have to. They don't have to buy Yelp, but. They don't have to buy Twitter either.
1: Why not? Twitter's going to have. This is the thing Twitter's going to have to sell
0: because it's
1: not going to go private. And it's going to have to sell. And Facebook's not buying Twitter, because now, at this point, Facebook doesn't care. Yes. Apple's not buying Twitter. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm-hmm. So what other companies could possibly buy Twitter?
0: I I, I, see. I I think it should get rid of its IPO and become a nonprofit.
1: But that's fine. It's just just not going
0: to happen. It's probably not going to happen, because the other problem, too, is that Jack... Needs to pretend that he's Steve Jobs Part Two for a little while longer. So he has to keep hap- trying to I do. I it. hope it happens. I, 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 mean, I, I don't see better. it. I don't, I don't see it either. happening.
1: But I hope it does. Um So yeah, I think it's just not great. Uh, I'm sad about it. But I like this is also the year that Tumblr's going to go away in some form.
0: Um, yeah. So so is it that bad? You know, I thought it was funny. Said, so, so did there. you did you click what the punk posts were on that thing you tweeted out about yeah, how punk I did. was? Losing? See, that's the funny thing is, is like, even though punk is the most popular genre of music on Tumblr, it was all fashion punk stuff. And when I say fashion punk, I don't mean, like, mohawks. I mean, like, what designers think looks punk.
1: Yeah, uh, it wasn't good. And then I will say, like, there was, like, a pop punk one and, like, a metalcore one, and those were much more accurate, but... Um, yeah, Tumblr has become really weird. I can't really tell if David Karp cares anymore at all. Um, Yahoo yesterday announced that it's closing down. It's like TV thing because they lost like $74 million on it last year or something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah that, would, um, that was a so bad Yahoo, idea. So in Yahoo
1: in a good way I think is trying to cut out all the cruft and just become a shell of a company. Um, that's good for them in terms of like stock, right? And I don't think Tumblr is fitting into that anymore. Uh, and I just I think it's gonna go away, which is really strange um I, the product I will, just hasn't evolved like at all.
0: I will tell you straight up, I have not looked on my Tumblr feed in forever, and the only time I look on I think I've used Tumblr is setting up noise creators posts, so they'll automatically post to Tumblr
1: yeah, yeah, I mean, I use Tumblr that's where my blog is, and I don't really regret it, but like. I'm just like, well, this could, you know, go away at any time. Um, and, that's and, and
0: and you used to, though, actively read it all day for news. I
1: do. And and so now, like, there are people that I still follow there. And I make myself check it several times a week. But, like, I just don't have a drive to check it anymore. And that's because the people I follow there don't necessarily, like, have a Twitter or an or an RSS feed or something like that. So it's really I'm only there for the same reason, like, I exist on Facebook. If, like, I want to look at, like. I don't know what an idiot I went to high school with, like if he, ha- if he got a job or not.
0: And he, did. yes, um, actually, but you, you want to know it's like really funny is like, so we always all diss all of us, you know, smart people all diss Facebook all day. So I was out with my buddy who uh, is very high up at Huffington post. I have like two friends who are very big there. And they told me that if you combined the traffic driven by Tumblr and Twitter for Huffington post, it wouldn't, uh, add up to one eighth of what Facebook draws. I completely believe that. I mean, it's, that's the thing.
1: I don't, I don't do anything on Facebook, right? I go Mm. to Facebook like five times a day, but I I just go, I'm like, why am I here? And I exit out, but I've done that five times a day for like the last 10 years. Right. It's just like, everything is there. That's where everything is, even though I never use it, but I, Mm. it's like in my brain that I go there. I read this thing an hour before we started the podcast Then 2013 or 14, Facebook ran a test on Android users Mm -hmm. where they uh, made the app crash for like five hours a day, right? So like basically you just couldn't open the Facebook app Mm -hmm. and they wanted to see if it made anyone delete the app or just stop coming to Facebook after that. And the report was that as far as they could tell, it changed exactly nothing about people continuing to use their product. Wow. Which is incredible to think about, right? Mm-hmm. That is, it's just, it's too big. It's just like, Facebook to me is just like part of, this is like, Facebook is just the internet. Um,
0: it, 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 it is very true at this point, is that everybody knows, like it's even the thing of two of like, it doesn't seem like bands have gotten the, 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 the gist that it's not that great of a marketing tool and that this is not the great measurement stick anymore, but like, almost every other business doesn't get it.
1: Yeah, and, and I don't, uh, by the way, I don't think it's bad that Facebook is as big as it is. I, I own Facebook stock. I want them to do well. Uh, I really like Messenger as a product. I, I like a lot of what Facebook does. I just, the core of what, the core Facebook, like Facebook.com, I dislike, but Instagram I love. Uh, Messenger, mm-hmm. I think, is super useful. WhatsApp is a huge thing. Um, mm-hmm. We'll see if Oculus Rift does do you, that do you Do you thing. use WhatsApp? I don't just because yeah. have, all my friends are in America. Yeah, and I, it would and be, I, use, and I talk to them on Facebook Messenger. Frankly,
0: um, oh, see, I don't use either of those. I use these things called texts and emails. So
1: yeah, I use Facebook Messenger for a lot of like so people that I'm friends with that work like booking agents can't be on their phone all day, and a lot of them don't have Macs at their corporate job, so they use Facebook mm. Messenger all day.
0: Wow, so, bu- bu- book booking agents have corporate jobs.
1: Well, like, I don't know. If you use a PC and you're a booking agent, you, you have a corporate job.
0: Ooh, could you imagine?
1: Dude, I know APA. Wait, all, wait, wait, would All, you, the, all PCs.
0: Wait, wait, would you, like, if, let's say somebody offered you a job and told you you had to use a PC. I,
1: I have this conversation with Grace four times a year. She has to use a PC at work, which oh. is fair because like, her job is like, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I would turn down a job. I would take less money at that job if they let me use a Mac.
0: I, I really, like, every time I go on to, like, do something, it's it's just, like, it is such torture. Um, so, like, you know, one of my side jobs is, is um, so I go to restaurants that I really like, and I offer to repair their sound system in exchange for food. Yeah. And I only do this at, like, very specific places that I love. But, like, almost every one of them buys a cheap PC to run the music off of. And when that PC is the problem, that's like way worse than me having to drill into a wall and repair a wire.
1: <laughs> it's really bad.
0: Yeah. And I'm. Uh, let me also just say this. I am not good with a drill. <laughs>
1: Can I just say uh-huh. um, the 30 under 30 for music just came
0: out? Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, I'm, not, I'm not on it. Uh, that, that's really funny. You want to know what's really Jason Derulo's f- on it.
1: Oh, wow. Waxahachie's on it.
0: Whoa. Um, my, uh, Oh, so so it's actually the music, not the music business yeah. people from Billboard. They <laughs> yeah. might not even do that. anyway. It was very very fu- funny. My buddy who is a very uh, high up like music tech programmer, he's like uh, all these jobs when they were offering them, kept uh, that was like the thing. They're like, "We'll get you on thirty for under thirty, bro." <laughs> it's like, wow, really? It's it's I gotten totally this. I a large enough
1: ego to desire
0: that. Just so we're all. Aware. Uh, I'm I'm eight years past it, so. <laughs> That's not, wow. not, 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 you know, what's really funny is that the, the, the so, so have you been broken of, of your, your, you, you haven't been broken of your youthful uh, overachievement thing yet? No,
1: no, For, right I, now I, I hope to desire the most incredible thing I've ever, des- I've, sorry, I've, I hope to accomplish the largest accomplishment of my work career this year. So no, I'm in, I'm in on it. I gotta, I gotta be good young. I gotta make it happen.
0: Uh, you, you, you know, like, uh, I, I was just having a conversation with a fellow under, or overachiever. And like, we were both talking about how we were always praised, because like, I was definitely, when I got started in record production, like now it's very common for like a 23 year old to be successful in produ- record production. But I was definitely very successful way earlier than most people in like the punk thing. And we were both talking about how that was the whole world to us and how that never translated into a single thing for us later on that people thought of it the, that way, that that was like the most fleeting bullshit thing that we were both obsessed with. Hmm. It, but geez. like later in your life, it like, cause you were that it has absolutely no carte blanche or anything. Cause no one cares. They're like, Oh cool. You're old now. Well, can you still do good work?
1: Oh yeah. I don't think it, I think it's just totally an ego thing. Yes. I mean, in fact, like there's still people are like, you're not capable of anything. You're 22 years old. Right. Mm. And actually more of anything, this, I mean, I guess we're in a new year now, but this Mm. past six months has been like, man, it's a lot of responsibility for a 22 year old, you know, (laughs) (laughs) for this new thing I'm doing. And I'm like, oh man, that sounds scary. What am I doing? This seems wrong. And then, but I also think about like, man, I'm 38, like Jesse is, (laughs) <laughs> what does anything even matter anymore? Yeah. Anyway, I have a great idea how we should wrap this podcast up. How do we wrap it up? Um, did you watch Taylor Swift's new documentary on Apple Music?
0: I didn't even know that existed. Because I'm thank you. you, you Want Fun fact: I put in a filter on TweetDeck, so I only see a Taylor Swift post if I read by TweetBot. But on TweetDeck, all Taylor Swift is scrubbed.
1: Well, thank you for listening to Off the Record this week with former host Zach Cirillo. (laughs) It was a pleasure being back.
0: Um, You'll you'll have to do it whenever you feel like. You know the invitation is always open because it's way easier to do this than take a guess if I have to interview somebody that I don't know how to make fun of. I don't even
1: think I messed up the audio. Like I think we're going to be pretty good here.
0: That's okay because I'm using that call recorder thing, if you recall.
1: Technology has really moved a long way in the last
0: six months. I think I got this literally. I bought this when you left. So yeah, you're going yeah. to rely on people. Anymore. Has it been six months since you left? August. That's not six months. Five.
1: We're pushing six. Like we're six. closer to six than. September, no.
0: October, November, December. It's been four months. Okay. You're, you're, get, you're getting, like re, it. You're it getting really like ahead of yourself. Well, thank you so much for being with us, Zach. Uh, we hope to have you back again soon. You were such a lovely, lovely guest. Thank, thank you for your time. Ah. Uh, Well, all right. (laughs) Goodbye. Thanks for listening to Off The Record. If you enjoy the show, the best way to say thank you is to share this episode on social media, whether it's your Twitter, your Facebook, your Tumblr, your whatever, and just tell your friends. We just want the word to spread. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, it's at OffTheRecordFM. You can get show notes, explore old episodes at OffTheRecord.FM. If you think we should be talking about something, please let us know with the hashtag TellOTR on Twitter, or ask us via Tumblr at OffTheRecord.FM. This episode was produced by Jesse Cannon and Ashley Aaron. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week.